podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. I'm Sam Keir, host of Hitman for Hire, a year in the life of a franchise cricketer. For the past 12 months, I've been talking to T20 star David Visa, getting his take from behind the scenes at the IPL, the 100 and the rest of the world's biggest leagues. That's the Donnelly view system deal. There's no <laughs> ways in my mind that was up. These guys don't know how to win at this stage. He had his driver pick him up in his Bentley. People start chanting your name. You kind of have to pinch yourself. Hitman for Hire, a year in the life of a franchise cricketer. Listen now, wherever you get your podcasts. Sport Social. All this week on NBC4, new products to new technology. Susan Hogan is showing you how local restaurants are changing the way we dine in and take out in this new world. Tonight at 6. A new twist on outdoor eating. A lot of it is creating flexibility. How one local restaurant is making their outdoor space mobile, giving you plenty of sunshine and social distance for a stress-free meal. It's all part of restaurant revitalization. Tonight at 6 on NBC4, working for you. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. It's Destiny calling Liverpool's freaks to Wembley. It's the day trippers. So, welcome to the salubrious environs of the Tripper Bunker for this, the first and potentially last live day tripper experiment with live. video. It is live. Um, it's akin, really, to giving your children some nail guns and telling them to play nice. Um, I won't lie, I'm a bit worried. Um, Phil seems calm. He's eating chocolate, though. It's a bad sign. I'm Trev Downey, and joining me in our palatial studio are Stephen Daly, who's just in nipped out. <laughs> Dave Thomas and Phil Casey. Uh, the segment of the show that we're going Hello. to broadcast is the part least likely to result in lawsuits. It's the uh, review of the defeat to the Gunners. So, gentlemen... Uh, what have we learned from the Arsenal game is the question uh, I want to get a point or two from everybody now I, I'll actually start this off and you can respond to this if you like Ooh, Trev's talking yeah, Ooh, yeah. Trev's talking I didn't have any faith in you people doing anything so I'm going to talk <laughs> so uh, it's the most glaring lesson from my perspective um, look you don't play Hendo at wing back is the lesson that I've learned from that Phil and Dave I don't know what you think about that I think you take away dynamism you take away a valuable shield you rid the, the side of a valuable link to attack and an emerging goal threat as well. So, Dave, what do you think about that? How would you respond to that idea? Well, I, you don't play Henderson on a right wing back to play Lucas and Allen. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I mean, if you've got 
Paul Pogba, fair enough. Yeah. Right, you know but I mean? we don't. But we don't. So, we don't. so you don't yeah. move. You don't move Henderson to right wing back to play uh, uh, to play Lucas and Allen in the midfield. But mm. you know, in terms of different observations, I think Markovic deserved more of a run. I don't think he should have been the mm. sub. I think that the fact that we failed to address that centre midfield thing. I don't want any of your chocolate fucking. Right. Thanks for the chocolate. The fact that we failed to address that centre midfield issue. I just I, it baffles me. So the sub was terrible, you know. To yeah. uh, to take Markovic off for Sturridge just just meant that we had no legs at all in midfield then mm. because Sturridge wasn't dropping in. Sterling was isolated. Um, so that was my my first observation. So you, the game. you you would concur completely with this idea about Handel not taking him out? Oh yeah, absolutely. Is, is there ever a time? There isn't. But, let, let's without let's these rank, imaginary let's, midfielders. Exactly. So let's rank our centre midfielders right yeah. from one to. You know, yeah. five. Henderson's number one, so you don't move him. This is, for this is my else, point, right? This is my point. Particularly Phil, when you had Mark. Would, would you, what's your thoughts on, on taking Hendo out of the? Uh, <laughs> as ever, as people wouldn't normally see this, I, I completely don't pay attention to anything anyone says. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> That's why I'm asking the direct it's question. Only, I'm it's only very fortunate if, if, if I come yeah. in at, yeah. on a topic that we're talking. So I'm repeating um, the question for you, fella. Would I have swapped out Hendo mm. to right wing back? No. It's madness, right? Like it's Steve-o. absolute madness. All right, Steve-o. Oh, it's right, Steve-o. <laughs> Steve-O, who's been sitting Steve-o there all the time. <laughs> Hello. You sneak in with two cameras. Well, anyway, whatever. Um, You'd be good with CCTV. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, like, like no, a no. No. And Dave's covered it off there. All, all joking aside, he's covered it off there. Like, why, why would you move our best centre midfielder? Hmm. Um, that's been there all season now. No, not that he's necessarily hack. <laughs> Moved him, but like one thing, Dave. Just touch on this. What do you think he was thinking? What do you think he was thinking? So I, oh, sorry, go on. Yeah. What do I think he was thinking? Brendan, who picks the team? You know that lad. <laughs> I don't Probably know. What, I don't Probably know. <laughs> I don't know why he does be taking half the time. So okay. I'm not even going to hazard okay. again. Look, to be honest with you, right? Going okay. back, going back to the point, you said, what did we learn from that game? I learned that I, I hate that black jersey. Mm. Like I really do. It just every time I see it, it says Dennis the Menace, and it just it menaces my head in. Right, they say when I see it now, and I feel sorry for. How me. long have you been working on? It's Dennis the Menace, and it menaces my head in. How months, long have you been working on that? Months, this is I'm trying to work it in. Every week he's hoping we wear it so we can use it. On the second pod in a row, he's invented a verb. It menaces my head in. <laughs> it does menace my head in. But like it, genuinely, that I, I, I just that kid. It always screams something's going to go wrong when I see it. The yellow button is what does it. You know, yeah. That's the, the, the yellow button. I have a problem with the yellow button. Yeah. And then there's um, the other thing I learned is that um, in reality, blaming the tactic, blaming the players as opposed to the tactics is very reductive as an argument from the manager. Mm-hmm. Because it, you can't have one without the other. So if the tactics aren't working or the players don't suit the tactics that you're playing, then the players aren't going to perform well. That's my only criticism of him later, lately is he's doing that. A little yeah. bit of deflection. Steve, what did you learn from the game was the question. A little bit, yeah. A little bit. I can give you the quotes. I'll give you the quotes. Yeah, I haven't listened to too much after the game, if I'm honest with you. I just kind of went into a shell. Yeah, I went into a little bit of a shell, if I'm honest. I was just sort of put my mind back to this game and just said, right, let's get the cup game out of the way. And then I still think top four is a possibility. So, so I'm not utterly... Um, despondent do you? Do you? yeah Bless yeah I do I Bless do, you, I do. and I was the one when all of you fuckers were saying it's on <laughs> last year for the league was being the most pessimistic behind it probably yeah. but no I still think it is because I think we forget 
we've lost two big games um, in the last two weeks. Yes, or in, you know, in the last yeah, in the last couple of weeks, and um, they still have a lot of big games against each other. You know, Spurs could mm. still have a say in in United and and Arsenal's outcome, and still, you know what I mean. So I'm I'm not overly worried. I think if we can get back on a run, two or three games on the bounce, you could look at it, and all of a sudden we're four points behind it, and you're looking and saying, right, there's what. <coughs> four games to go four points to catch hmm. you'd have to still feel like we could do it if we were on a bit of a run at that stage and one of the other two had had sort of faltered a little if they, if you know and so it's you know I'm not at the point of it's still mathematically possible I was just in the way there but 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 like that, no, I think it's still on. From what I learned on, on Saturday, yeah, you lads were covering it while I was out, probably the, the fact, <coughs> I hate seeing Henderson taken out of the middle of the park. Uh, you know, is he is he the most amazing midfielder in the world? No, but he definitely has a vital part in how we play that formation or pretty much any formation we're, we're trying to play at the minute. Mm-hmm. And and I think that was a big, big loss to, to put him out to wing back. Was, I, any other conclusions from the match apart from that particular idea? Um... Still, you know, there's a there's a few things like it's hard to put a finger on it now because I'm, and I, really I should have because we've had a week to prepare. For this <laughs> but, but, but I you want know, you to completely I'm ignore the two live cameras. <laughs> you just go with it. I'm a reactive kind of yeah. guy. Yeah. Another observation which I thought, which is linked to the Henderson point, is there's no leaders in that team. You know, there's no well, the very few leaders in yeah, that agreed. team. You know, I mean, I, I heard rumours on Twitter afterwards that uh, you know the senior players apparently had a go at mm. Rogers. And I was going through my head. I'm like, who is the senior? Who's the senior <laughs> well, players that were well, in that team? The Carlo Torre going well. Well, Torre apparently Torre is the one that prompted it all yeah. because Rogers had a go at him. I right? don't see Lucas having a go. Lucas anyway. isn't going to have a go. He's just a sound man. So he's then I, I imagine maybe Sacco steps up because I, you know. He, he mm. probably hates Brendan, which is Minnie hates Brendan, there. as I've said a million times. Minnie hates Rogers, so he probably yeah. Man, Skirtle's our senior pro, perfect. but he wasn't in the squad. Yeah, so I'm, I'm wondering who these players are. Can I just say it could all be bollocks. But, but Steve, you know, Steve, you've been in dressing rooms, and like, how many times have you seen an argument kick off a half time when things are going shit? Like the, the amount of times I've been in a, in a dressing room where managers and all players, it takes is one comment yeah. and shit and just, just goes bananas. And it just goes mental. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. No, no, I'm yeah. just saying. Really. I'm saying I'm wondering yeah. who these players are I've because seen, and I've seen senior players have go backs at managers, but it isn't something that drags on. It's only a problem if it festers no, and there's, there's a massive no, but the issue. Is where was it on the pitch? <laughs> so well and good walking yeah. into the dressing room and picking on your manager who's five foot four and whatever, like you know. But where are you on the pitch when actually? That's what I want to when see. When Ozil is going by, yeah. <laughs> that's what you want to see. Yeah, we never yeah. put a tackle in, but in the first half. It, it works both ways. Going in and attacking a certain player, like going in and attacking, say, Torre, who hasn't played for 400 years now at this stage, right? When, like, he, he, you so, know. About accurate. Just in and around. In and around. Well, maybe he's one or two years off. In and around well, 400. You know. <laughs> 400. <laughs> he's the only fan that's the same age as you. Four hundred nine. No, but generally, like, again. You know, going in and attacking Torre, who he's only brought back into the side. Has he though? But like, and it's, has, it's, I, I don't agree with that. Where has it, right? like, because no, if I he did it to Johnson, you'd be you. If he did it, if Johnson has a bad game tonight, then a manager. If goes Johnson into was the, starting, right? If Johnson was starting, but I'd be fucking in the dressing room. <laughs> what are you doing? Hang on a minute. If if the, if Johnson has a bad game tonight because he's starting right. and. The manager, you heard that the manager went into the dressing room after the game and slaughtered him. You wouldn't say, "Oh yeah, but he hasn't played for four hundred years now. Let's give the guy a break." No, I'd have a pop at fucking Rogers for picking him in the first place. <laughs> he shouldn't have picked Tory. <laughs> no, no, he shouldn't have picked Tory. That's, that's the that's argument. Thing. You know, yeah. really. 
That's 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 another lesson. Well, you should have picked Lovren. Yeah, no, well, you picked I've, Lovren. I've, I've so what did we learn from the match? I've been pro, <laughs> I've been pro Lovren for for ages at this I'd, stage. I'd have actually gone. I want them to pick Colo, and I'm just like you can't hide. Colo. I said to you last I week. I said to you last week. I would have picked Lovren myself. Well, I'll, I'll play Colo in the centre. If no. you're going to play Colo, mm. play him on one of the either sides of the centre. So he works the skirtle, yeah. he's not quick enough, and then when he has his mad 20 minutes that he has every game, he's not the central defender pulling everything together. When he's on listen, the right, he listen, just, listen, 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 the shouldn't be The two key things was putting in players who hadn't played in a while, putting in Lucas, putting in Colo, definitely caused us massive issues in the first half. You put in Lucas and you take away Hendo. But I do understand why... Yeah, 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 you yeah. were asking why did he do it. I do understand... Not understand. But I can see the thinking a little bit beforehand. He's gone to United have gone to Anfield and just bossed the final third, pressed the hell out of us, and he's probably thought Lucas sorts that out. But the the mistake is it's removing Henderson out of the equation. So Alan's yeah. the guy that should come out. Lucas goes in, put Henderson next to Alan and play Mankio or Markovic. Yeah, right absolutely. Wing back. absolutely. That's, I mean, it's easy to say now, but I mean, no, it was. We were saying it right at that very yeah. moment that this isn't afterthoughts. This yeah. is in the moment as it's again, happening. Again, we're I wouldn't, saying I wouldn't to have played Lucas. I said, know, it, I said it last what week. What the fuck are you doing? I would, well, I would have played him ahead of. I think Alan's had a bad few games. I mean, I, I, still, I still, I still wouldn't have played Lucas because he's been out for too long. And to throw him back into a game of that importance on yeah, the back of him yeah. playing all right in a fucking charity match is crazy, right? So uh, nobody bossed a charity <laughs> match. <laughs> <laughs> so it's cool. Alonso was in his, was in his uh, shadow. No, like, but, but, but genuinely, because I think, especially in that setup that we have at the moment, I just think he needs to be up at full fitness to have any level of I know impact. what you're getting at. I know what you're getting at with the, with the Lucas shout. I think even though, I don't think Lucas was our biggest problem. He was You know what I mean? And the truth is, if well, I think had... it's all, it's, it's a combination. Yeah, it is. It is. He was, even... was poor for 25 minutes. We couldn't get out of yeah. our own half. Couldn't retain possession. I mean, Arsenal were great. First 20 minutes, that's the best performance I've seen someone play against us for since Palace <laughs> yeah. since United the week before <laughs> but I mean to be fair to Arsenal right they looked at what Swansea so United looked at what Swansea did and did what Swansea did better than Swansea and then Arsenal looked at what United did and did what United did so what you're saying is Gary Monk is a fucking legend no what I'm saying is <laughs> Gary Monk if Blackburn have watched the last three games they're going to have the only, the, the only problem with Blackburn watching us the last three games is they have no players their mascot's actually playing tonight in his mascot yeah, here not uh, just uh, is that, is that correct? We've changed. They've 14 senior players out <coughs> injured. So if we That's don't win, they'll 15, still take us to pens. If we don't <laughs> win 15 nil tonight, as I predicted last week, then what odds are they? Right I'm, now? I'm off. I want <laughs> to be here for the post <laughs> But I mean, in all seriousness, since Rogers has been in charge, apart from Arsenal, I think in his first season, has the team took us apart like that? No. no, to no. be fair, no, I, I mean, nobody has. No, we don't. We rarely we don't get taken know, apart. We never, and we, and we yeah. don't we lose because of something stupid or an individual yeah. error. We don't have. Si- we we generally don't have a systematic failure, yeah. and that's but that's, that's exactly what it was. It was so, a so to come back failure. to it and to put it into into relative terms for for the game that's coming up, what have we learned? This, this is the interesting point about the questions. What are we going to do in the back of it? Like what? Where? Are the, what are the conclusions from the game? I, I think first of all, there's very few teams. Could you stop eating chocolate? But it's a bunny. Go on. I do think there's very few teams that can do to us what Arsenal did to us. Yeah, but... Yeah. But there is... First of all, play your best players in their natural positions. Mm-hmm. Stop trying to force players into positions where, you know, they're not comfortable. Henderson right wing back is a is a perfect example. Um, play Sturridge. Fuck's sake. We have nobody who can score goals. Play him mm. or, you know, give him a run. And... 
you know, make better substitutions. Like, I mean, I think I think we all you could pick teams, but you pick a team, and That's sometimes a it don't work. Shout, Dave. Make better substitutions. <laughs> also, put out the team and win matches. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> it may sound like all this point. No, what I'm saying is, every now and again, you're going to pick the wrong team. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And he picked the Let's wrong fix team. Fix it early. After 20 minutes, it's the wrong team. So then what you should do is you should say... Okay, let's fix it. Let's be yeah. decisive. Yeah, yeah, no, it is. And he's a little passive when it comes to that. Yeah, like, right, no, to be fair right. to him in the United game, in the United right. game, he did, he did do it at half time, and it just went tits up. You yeah. know what I mean? That plan went tits up. But. Have we got any questions coming through on this thing a lot? We have, yeah, loads, loads, loads oh. of questions. Hang on a second. Better have a look at it. Hello to all the people who think I'm Stuart Down. Um, so he's, not, he's Dale Winton. <laughs> Dale Winton, <laughs> supermarket sweep. <laughs> Right, I think we're going over to the match now. All right. Yeah. Should, uh, we, we, should we, I say goodbye then? We've we've had shouts though to do live match commentary. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to watch the match. The worst thing I've ever ever heard. No, you don't want to watch. We're a bigger, pack, even, we're even a bigger pack of cunts than any pod will ever suggest. <laughs> I don't even want to hear you people talk about this. <laughs> this is good though. We should do this again. Yeah, let's do this. Yeah. The next. Okay, uh, let's take a look forward to the Newcastle game on Monday night um, at Anfield. Um, Without knowing how this finishes, we, we do, there's no point in this really. Knowing well, it's how this time, isn't it? Yeah, it's half time now, and we've seen Mama Sacco limping off with some sort of what looks like some sort of hamstring. A, a horse placenta, he'll be back with <laughs> We hope so. We hope so. So look, I mean, uh, <laughs> there may or may not be some other game to be previewing related to this one, but we can't do it now. So let's talk about Newcastle. Um, it's looking likely that Sacco won't play, to mm-hmm. be fair. It's a, it's a matter of days, Phil. Mm. Uh, uh, the significance of this Newcastle game for you, um, uh, the general atmosphere here today is like, well, the FA Cup's the FA Cup, and we, you know, we're interested in all the rest of it, but... It, there's still something to be salvaged from the league. Steve was saying that earlier on. He still believes that, do you? Well, look, you know, not to go down the stats route, but I've been, I've been saying for the last two or three or four weeks, look, 73 points, 73 points, 73 points will almost guarantee a top four. We're and still, now 72 is our max, isn't it? No, 75 is our max. Okay. So we're still, we, we still have 73 points in us. Okay. If we go on a run that we did, that was similar to the one that we did up until the Arsenal game. Mm. So you know you could you, if you draw with Chelsea and you win your remaining games, you'll finish on seventy three points. Mm. And if we don't get top four with seventy three points, it, that that's it's only happened once in the last ten years that that that. that I think tally. this year could be one of those years, though. I think. But even even st- look look, you know we, you know you know you'd have two games. The next two games are City and Chelsea, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, and they could and they could quite easily get nothing out of that. And if we win our next two games, we're two points. Two behind. points off them. Mm. Yeah. Right. So, and, 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 and then sudden, and then it's five games to go, and you're chasing two points as opposed to. Yeah. Yeah, but, but it is. Yeah. So going into this game, like, uh, the, the, my scary bit is looking at, at at the FA Cup match tonight. Like, and you see, you see players like uh, like Glenson, you know, shown his championship level, and you know the, the the temptation will be there for Brendan, who is a sentimentalist, um, to put him back in because of the injuries that we have. When to be honest with you, he shouldn't now. He shouldn't even be anywhere near that starting line tonight. He shouldn't even. He shouldn't be fucking near that starting well, line. To clarify, it looks like a situation where we may have our. our First choice three centre backs all missing for this next game. Oh no, sorry, uh, no, we should have we'll Emma Chan back. Yeah. So yeah, okay. So you could look at playing the three with Lovren going left, Torre right, so and Chan through the middle. Lovren should be the obvious. Deputy. Of course, yeah, absolutely. Um, like I don't there. think that's even up for discussion. I he might go with the the flat two, and that's the, where the worry is. Then if if you put Chan in, you know, do you put Chan into into a flat back four? Hmm. I don't know if you, I don't know if that's the answer there. You know what I mean, and that's that's your worry. I'd, st- I'd still go. Like we, we we've dumped the system tonight, probably due to injuries and, and and suspensions that we have, right? 
But like again, though, and I've been saying it for the last two weeks, there's a, it's, it's a small tactical variation in this. You take Lucas out of the side, you put Chan, Chan central, and we're all talking about this in terms of where, where do we play him, how are we, how are we going to get the best of him. Play him central so he can step in and become a midfielder, so you can change your shape in-game, to, so teams don't know what you're doing. Yeah, if you're or, playing Allen and Henderson with Chan stepping out of the yeah, centre-back becoming, into centre midfield, yeah. it allows you to have more dynamism yeah. up front, because you know you've got that cover that Lucas would normally provide from Chan stepping and then, out. And then Torrey and Lovren can tuck in as, as natural centre-backs when yeah. he steps up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dave, we seem to have gone on to what we're going to look like, so you may as well continue on that. Is there anything else you'd suggest in terms of, given the, the situation with the with the absences as they're likely to be, uh, still Jared out of the equation, anything you would do different to what you've seen here tonight? Well, if our defence isn't going to be as good as it has been for the last 12 games, then we've got to make sure our attack is better. Mm. So I would load it with attacking play. Newcastle are fucking atrocious. Yep. They're a diabolical Is I back any time soon no, yeah, I, I think he might be, be fit for Newcastle actually yeah. so personally I'd go three at the back I'd play Ibe at right wing back uh, Emerjan in the back three I'd take Lucas out to play Henderson in the middle perhaps with Allen or whatever but I would just get as many attacking players on the field as you possibly can mm. and blow Newcastle away and show you hit them early they're, yeah. they're they are they're all in the garbage they're, they're garbage yeah, yeah. the only worry with Newcastle is I wonder if they are a bit worried they're going to get sucked into a relegation mm. battle and they step it up so hopefully they're not quite there we beat them they might actually be in a relegation battle then but I mean Newcastle are atrocious well, they're, they're atrocious. on a wretched run and a very yeah. very poor they have a terrible side well. beat them at the yeah. weekend um, in a very no better team than Liverpool to arrest that rule. Yeah, yeah. This, this is where Generous I was going. That we are. This is where I was going with it. Um, yeah. in, in relation, you've all dismissed Newcastle. What is it about them that, 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 that are particularly they're, they're terrible? Yeah, yeah that's yeah, nice yeah, and yeah. vague. Lads, but I mean, they, they, they don't have any goal scorers, right? They don't mm-hmm. have a single uh, goal threat. As much as we are struggling to score goals, they don't have anyone. I mean, I who say, do you think their top scorer is? Go on, then. I have no idea. That's <laughs> <laughs> I'd say it's Papa. I'd say it's Papa. It's probably you know Cissé. I have no we're idea. Them, I can't, I can't I'd say it's Cissé and I'd say he actually has more goals. Could you think who the last score. person no, scored for Newcastle was? Is it that little fella they signed? In Cabela. Cabela, yeah? No. No? No, I think, I think it's... I think uh, it's Cissé. Well, we Fair play to us for putting the prep in. That's what this I always say. No, but my point, I didn't even know who I played. That's the type of side they are. They're a bit of a nothing side. They've got a nothing manager. They're, you know... I mean, you read a lot of the articles about Newcastle. They're a club in, you know, steady limbo. Yeah, exactly. So they don't want to go any higher. They don't want to get relegated. They're pretty happy. Um, But as you said, I mean, we've we've always got a fuck up in us. But if it was me, I would play as many attacking players as I could get on the field. And that's how you compensate for the fact that we don't have the best defence. You know, we're not playing Arsenal. We're playing Newcastle. Going back to that... we had we had Markovic on the pitch, and I think that Dave made a fair point when we were talking about Arsenal earlier on. And he took the brunt of you know the stuff that he was taking off at half time. And I would have had him in one of our, our, our three best players in the match that day. And I'd bring Markovic. him back in for this. Yeah, mm. I'd bring him back in. I think really. he offers us more at right wing back than anyone Bar Ibe has in yeah. that position. I agree. Yeah, totally. he's probably more of a victim of pass, friend the, to the, the, the pass shape, against Arsenal has completely skewed the analysis mm. of, of Markovic's first half. Sterling does check his run. Oh, yeah, I agree. I, I, yeah, I think Sterling the pass is fine. Do more I'm so glad you agree with me on that. I know we haven't talked about it, yeah. but I think the pass is a good pass. I think Sturridge scores that. I think Balotelli um, scores that. I think there's two things. Yeah, I think probably a left footer has a better chance of putting that in yeah. because you're naturally stretching with the mm. with the body yeah. shape that way. But mm. but not just that. I think um, 
I think it's a slightly overhit pass by Markovic. I can, I definitely think it's not all on him. Sterling definitely needs to. I, get I think. I, well. well, look, you know, I, I, but what I think happened is after that yeah. he got slaughtered by the commentators, and then the whole half watching played, Markovic. He plays a brilliant pass. After that, it was. The, yeah. Did he play in the, the yeah. in Sterling for for yeah. a chance after that? Yeah, yeah, yeah Which yeah. Sterling misses? Is that and the one where he puts it right yeah. through? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And you know, you're looking at it there and you're saying, no, there's, there's two chances. That could have been two one. That's no, a different absolutely. game. Look, the point is, I don't think even Brendan. It, it was was. It, I don't think it was a point he was making. I think he was just a victim of the position that he plays, and Brendan wanted to shake up the system. So well, I, yeah, I, I, I understand. Think, I think there's very little doubt. But, but yeah. it's, it's a bad, I mean, I know we're going back, but it's the, it's a bad sub. I mean, no, yeah. that's not the that's not. The but your answer sub. might be nearly to to not play, and I'm not doing this for any recent. Yeah, matches that uh, either Sterling or Moreno, mm-hmm. and put Markovic back in or Coutinho, yeah, like and and go Markovic either le- right side or left side of it, and have Ibe up top. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Play Ibe in one of the top three, or play Ibe at right wing back and and push Markovic on and give him that, give him the actual attacking freedom that he probably deserves at this mm-hmm. stage and hasn't been but given the chance. He is unlikely really. to come in from the start though, Jordan Ibe. To be fair, haven't been out probably for a not, while. Probably he's, not. He's, but then again, Lucas comes in and fucking Torre comes in at the weekend. If we yeah. suck for defenders, go, two guys. Yeah. You know, if we suck for defenders though, you may not want to play. Well, I don't think Alan's got three games at a weekend, in, but I've been saying that for a few weeks now, and Alan just seems. But he like, hasn't. That's the truth, Dave. Yeah, I don't think he has. Well, your, your comments on his first half here have been pretty much uh, in, in keeping with that. Well, I just, he, he, he seems he's, undroppable. He's incredibly quiet. Yeah, he's I mean, been, he's been a, a nothing man yeah. that half. Yeah. And Brendan does this every now and again. You know, player has a good run of three or four games and then he has three or four games where he's bad and you're like, okay, now's the time to bring him out. And Alan's had three or four games now where he's looked poor. Mm. And I said, well, now's the time to bring him out and give someone else a go. So I drop, I'd, I'd, I'd take Alan... Well, Alan or Lucas, one of them to come out. Mm. Uh, Henderson to move back into the middle, and then you play either Iber Markovic or right wing back. Stick the three at the back and play Sturridge and Sterling. Dave, on your point earlier on that you made about um, having attacking players and loading the team with attacking players. To be fair, there that side this evening does have quite a few attacking players, and we look quite toothless. Yeah, but Blackburn are, and, and Newcastle, and it, that is a valid point because Newcastle could well do this. But Blackburn are sitting behind the ball. I mean, they've got eight nine players behind the ball. At, all the time yep. you know? so we've struggled all season to break teams down we don't have and we were talking about it when we've been watching a match what did you say we're all filler no killer you know what I mean we've yeah. got all this passing all this movement we've got some lovely technical players Lalana, Coutinho Sterling Sturridge they all want like 3-4 Allen they all want 3-4-5 touches on the ball whereas we, what we need is what we had with Suarez which is one touch goal there we go yeah, and it's something that Rodgers came out with during the week and said the he did. Pace, in he yeah. said right from the first half against Swansea, he's noticed it creeping into our play. We're nowhere near quick enough. We're yeah. not shifting the ball quick enough. We're not actually moving up the pitch quick enough mm. uh, in terms of the players actually getting yeah. up there to support. And I think Markovic and I both give us that. Yeah, they're absolutely. both very direct. The directness of very, it. Yeah. very yeah. direct. And and I think Markovic is is actually coming in for unfair criticism when he is probably one of the people that is. Doing what Rogers wants from players, hmm. yet yet he's the one that's getting hooked but, when, but, when shit's not going. Go, right. Going back to the Newcastle thing, well, excuse me. Again, we're back to to beat this team. You need to be offensively good, right? The only time we've been when we've been at our best offensively in that run was when we had Oib in the team. Yeah. When we didn't have storage in the team, right? Well, now, and look, no matter how we look at it, we have not been able to get storage back to the level he was playing at. Whether that's there's, there's twofold in this. There's an issue that Sturridge isn't at the level that he was last season. Mm. And there's also that we're struggling to get him into this system. Now, whatever way we play, we're playing two up top. When we play one up top, he's nowhere near the player that he is when he's playing with two up top. 
and we seem resistant to put Balotelli in, who he seems who has been about the only player he's had a partnership with all season, yeah, and that's he's, he's and that's only happened in as one or story, two games. The story is that Balotelli was resistant to play, play Balotelli last week, and he was and Balotelli was resistant to playing tonight. He said he was feeling sick mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. So I think I think Balotelli has decided he's had enough of Brendan. Perhaps I think it's a structural thing. I think if you take Balotelli out and play Sterling, Coutinho, and Sturridge, you've got to play. But you've got to play Sterling as one of the two mm. in front, not as one of the two behind. And Coutinho yeah. has to play in the middle. You've got to be playing a, a, a one-two rather than a two-one. Exactly, yeah, and yeah, I, th- yeah. I think that's where Sturridge gets lost. So is there is there an argument now? I think one of our sorry, I think is one there of an our, argument though? To bring, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I know where you're bring going. Bring Ricky Lambert here. <laughs> yeah. I knew the Ricky no, was called. No, there's never an argument. <laughs> but is there a, is no. there an argument? No. To say no. stick him up top. Who? Lambert. Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off! But you're going to suggest Barini next, and I'm going to come across the table. Like, no, I can, no. I can sharpen this no. pen for you if you want. Here's my logic. No, no. I know what you're saying. Actually, you play him as a focal point, and, and let storage just buzz around him. Yeah, because that worked really well there. But do you know what? No, no. Do you know what will happen? One game. Do you know what will happen? Scored. If you play, what do we do? Scored. If you play Lambert, all the defenders will go. But I do need to mark him. So we're just double team storage because mm. you could just leave Lambert free because he's got yeah. no pace. You uh, can't yeah, beat the yeah. man. No, I agree. It's, with you. it's actually one, detrimental. To one the side of the of major play. benefits we might have with Newcastle is they don't realise how shit they are. So <laughs> yeah. they might try. The and problem play a bit. is other teams come and they go. We're going to set up fucking our stall here. We're going to be ultra defensive, yeah. and they're still out there going. We're fucking better than this, lads. We're fucking better. Let's have a go at these guns. Yeah. You just pick them off. That's yeah. hopefully what happens. Yeah. I think that's what happens to them every season. They I, believe they're better than they are. I, I just think we will get more out of Lambert. I know he's tried to play standing up. So I think. I think. I think. Going back you to the end, mean more than the minus five percent we've got so far. No, but if, you, if you're going to play storage. I think that we were better served playing Sterling maybe as as, as the, the the number ten and maybe putting Coutinho. Going back to your point about players that are slightly coming out of form, the likes of Allen, right? He hasn't been playing well the last couple of games. Coutinho hasn't played very well the last couple of games. And the well, last play time, Markovic, but the, the the last time, well, maybe maybe playing play Markovic instead no, of Coutinho, no, maybe, or Markovic yeah. and Sturridge, which is practically yeah. what we were trying to do at Arsenal. Yeah. We just set up the rest of the team wrong. And, <laughs> and play you can, and play, you can play the, Sterling. The, the most effective we had Sterling attacking like in that side is playing him as the as the ten. Yeah, hmm. and then and then and then do that. Like, but I wouldn't like again. I'd go back as I said to you. It's, it's small tactical variation. It's moving the shape around, and it's giving Chan the license to step into midfield and not playing Lucas I've or playing Lucas and Henderson. I like the Markovic up front shout. I think that could be interesting. Sterling and Markovic. Uh, sorry, Sturridge and Markovic up front with Sterling in behind. Give Coutinho a rest. What goes on game. now in the back? Like we're gonna have to score a shitload of goals because like because yeah. the back is a nightmare. Right yeah, now. We're gonna well, have, Unless unless we play Chan Central, because yeah. if, I don't if think it's that much of a nightmare. Okay, I, I don't love the idea of Torre playing um, at any stage, really. But but you know, if you're if your back three against Newcastle is Chan with Torre and Lovren either side of him, I don't think it's the worst. No, I was just checking there. Cisse's actually scored eleven goals this season, right. which is nearly double. Six weeks. So oh, cool. Jesus, what a save! Uh, okay, the teams are back out in the pitch, <laughs> and I am I am sick of this waffling shite from you lads. So let's get <laughs> Trev. Your eyes have just gone like fucking like a lula. Glazed over, oh, no, yeah. like a lula. <laughs> All right, let's get predictions. Get some predictions for the game then, um, as this corner comes in. Oh, I, uh, seriously. I'll just hold it there. I'll just hold it there. If we can see you now, Travis, your fault, right? Oh. Jesus, oh, they hit the post. 
They've hit the post. No, that's a save. There's a nice ball out of the fence. That's a save. Okay, okay. They, hit the post. they hit the post. Uh, Steve, our predictions for the Newcastle game. Liverpool, and that's a terrible ball by Sterling. Uh, three, three, one Liverpool. Thanks for the live commentary also. Dave, your prediction. Here's the post. Here's the post. Holy it's a save. shit balls. It's a save from Migs, I think, is it? Yeah. Sorry, listeners, we're just Sorry, watching. Listeners, we're we watching, watching you know, 46 minutes in the second. Oh, he's getting across. There was Glenn Johnson And he's there. got a lovely oh, post. 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 Yeah, post. Post. Joe Allen gets a whole... Absolutely nothing on the ball. <laughs> well, Did you not see, see Johnson looking at it and taking his head away? Uh, <laughs> I, 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 uh, I have to go with 2 1, Phil. What do you say, Dave? Against Newcastle at home. Yeah, Newcastle. That's it. Um, I think we'll win 10 <laughs> 1. 10 1. I hate. I, I, Newcastle annoy me. I hope mm. they get relegated. I hope them and Villa get well, relegated. Good, that'll be 25 goals over two games that you were run out of time for the 15. <laughs> yeah. We've only got 15 more to score in the second half. <laughs> right, I'll do for All right, let's watch the second half. Come on. Oh, Ever fucking coxy near piece of shit. That's it, go on! Hit it. Yes! Fucking yes! yes! One shot. See, never take that cunt off. Never take <laughs> yeah. him off. Told you he was dynamic from Fucking the right. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what you said. Yeah, yeah. It's, Hen- it's the little ball from Henderson, though. But it's the first snapshot. Yeah, yeah. But you know Fucking what it is? Most you know what it is? There's the corner. I know. No, he won the corner. This, this, I this is the bit. One, two, three, hit it. Actually, first, that's not even a snapshot. You took way too long about it. Yeah, but he settles himself. You're in for there. It's a great yeah. finish. Oh, well done, lads. Well, well done, lads. And, and it's right across. And look, look who was following up at the back post. Yeah. Big Dayan. Big Dayan. Follow that in. My man, Dayan. Yeah. He's the first one over to celebrate as well. Our new favourite. My man, Dayan. This is going to be really enthusiastic stuff, isn't it? We it just is. won, lads. I'm super happy. Yeah. Let's go. Big. <clears throat> Right. You, you uh, winning <laughs> Champions of the quarterfinal He's FA Cup FA Cup FA Cup Brilliant tune yep. uh, Thanks for that Phil Let's <laughs> try to stop Phil singing anymore today uh, to Okay let's have a quick chat about the, the match that we just saw It was great wasn't it <laughs> <laughs> Oh it was such uh, fun It was terrible It was a terrible was terrible true. game oh. Terrible football Full of terrible performances Yeah um, Although one man Stood out, Dave. Two. Your Dayan stood out for you. I thought, no, well, one man stood out, Minilay. Minilay was excellent, but Lovren yeah. was excellent. Mm. Yeah, both. Mm. both. Lovren was excellent. Lovren didn't do anything wrong. Did nothing. Actually. I mean, I know that's not, it's not even that he just did anything, didn't do anything wrong. His clearances were good, his yeah. passing was good, yeah, was he was commanding, solid, he was very so good. Yeah. If Sacco yeah. does that, we're saying he's had a good game. Exactly. So you yeah. can't be different. For sure. Exactly. You know. um, the rest, though. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. We're fucking shite. Uh, well, well, let's stick with the little shreds of positive. What, what, what about? Was it how many? I counted it maybe three to four really, really good saves from Migs, wasn't it? Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah like yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> and that's saying quite a lot, you know. <laughs> that we're, we're thinking about him as probably the outstanding yeah. performer, probably man of yeah. the match. Yeah. Well, yeah. the second yeah. save yeah. against Blackburn. The second save down to his left hand side. Yeah, yeah. Over the post. onto the post. That's a fantastic. Save. Johnson yeah. takes his head out of the way. With Alan tries to hand to get that in. And <laughs> to be fair, he saves in the very last minute for our second last minute from their keeper, who's yeah. allowed yeah. to turn in the and box. Then, and then his brave produced a wonderful and shot. And he's brave. Yeah, no, he's brave, I, I, Minnelli was very good there. He tonight, did nearly spill it though. But he didn't. But he so didn't. We'll go with that. And he was brave in his recovery. He was brave. He was brave. Brave. Now you were in the middle brave, of starting to get brave. on uh, on a bit of a rant about what was bad. No, what uh, was bad? I won't. Uh, there was a lot bad. Mm. Our final There's no ball. No point in ranting. Our, 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 fi- our final we're ball. Too tired to rant. No, no, no. But our, our final ball was appalling yeah. throughout the whole game. <coughs> yeah. We were way too static up front, even with Sterling and Storage up there. Yeah. Um, and the crossing. God. The cro- aimless crossing, and we had God. the likes of Storage out wide crossing it to nobody in the box. Mm. It was like David Moyes was managing us for a long periods of that match. Um, 
Brendan talked about you know having to be better in retaining possession and be you know calmer and look to create gaps. You don't create gaps if the front if, if your front line is completely static. And, mm. it, and it's not surprising that the goal comes from the only time, well, one of the few times that Coutinho gets in behind them and runs at them and takes a shot. He just decides not to pass it to any of the rest of them at that stage mm. and, and go for the shot himself. Mm. You know, I, I, I don't know. A lot of those players need to learn how to step up a level against shit teams. Yeah, and let's be honest. That they were Blackburn, fucking appalling. Blackburn reserves, they are a poor side. They're a poor, poor uh, side. We struggle against them. But we struggle to, against to them, them away. the way we struggle. To be fair, we, I think it, we could blame Blackburn, right? And it is an element of them having eight players being the ball and whatever. But we've got no, nobody in the team that's, apart from Coutinho when he scores, that is being direct, <laughs> that's going, I'm going to score. It's like everyone gets the ball and nobody's thinking... I'm the person that's going to score. They all want to be the guy that gives it to the guy that's mm. going to score. Mm. So it's mm. like we've got a team full of assist makers. Sturridge is lethal, but he's being asked to do way too much up front by himself mm. uh, with nobody supporting him. So you're watching us and you're going, this just needs exactly what it needed in the end. You know, bit quick bit of play, get a guy into the box and take a fucking shot. We're going into the box. I counted seven times without shooting. Mm. Seven times we're in the 18-yard box. Now, not all of them are perfect angles and not all of them are, you know... You know, gimmies in terms of shooting, but start shooting. Mm. You know, we're not going to score if we don't start doing that. I just think we're too ponderous. And, and too that many doesn't touches. count the countless times we've got that into flanks, usually through Sterling, and ended up in a corner, which is ultimately but a Sterling's, thing for us. Sterling's he's gone from being, yeah, but he's gone from being this re- a really direct player last mm. season when he was playing with Suarez and Sturridge. They were all really direct. It was like they'd been given the instruction: go forward, go fast, yeah, commit one defenders. two touch, commit the defenders. And now he thinks he's Coutinho. Where he needs six touches on the ball to beat the man three times, and then, but he's not beating the man. He's moving the man left, right, and the man is following him. But he's not actually beating the man. The, the defenders. He's making it easy for the the defender to do the perfect yeah. job, which is just shuffle track right, shuffle track left, and and put mm. it out for a corner. Mm. The, the defender's happy to do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. We're not the team we were last season in terms of scoring goals from set pieces yeah. either. So you know, Blackburn are probably going to fancy their chances defending set pieces against us all night long. Yeah, yeah. they switched off from one corner and we yeah. scored. That's the reality yeah. of it. Mm. Without that, with switch a good off, piece of play that involved good bit of play. first from, time from passes, shit corner, another, another shit corner, corner. absolutely. <laughs> Well, you know what it is? It's the ball from Coutinho, which Henderson immediately plays into space. It's not taking two, three, four touches yeah, like we did all exactly. night long, Nothing like we've done in all the last few matches. It's just Coutinho's already on the... He gives him that ball. He's already t- yeah. told him, and again, he's on the run. Mm. Henderson, first time ball between two defenders, and it leaves Coutinho in space. And funny enough, we get a clear shot on but, goal. But for a, a lot of really intelligent footballers that we have on the pitch, and a lot of good players, going back to Dave's point, that are assist makers and the whole lot, the lack of collective intelligence that we've shown recently, and it's not just in, in tonight's game, where we seem to run out of ideas so quickly and resort to looking to cross balls into the box to players yeah. that aren't set up to, you know, to win crosses in the box. It's a lack of box. belief, isn't it? It's a lack of belief. Like if we should be looking, I hate to say it, but going back to the Arsenal game, look at the way Arsenal move teams around and look to mm. move teams around. Mm. Like there's no, when we were at our best, that's the way we were attacking. When Absolutely. we go back to the, to the front three of Lallana, Sterling and Coutinho, when we had that front three up to the City game and including the City game, and all they did was move defenders around and create space and it creates opportunities. 
that was horrifically static. So is it as simple as the fact that um, Daniel Sturridge maybe isn't offering us what he once did in terms of movement and ability? His touch was off. But it's not blowing our own trumpets and it's, not, it's, it's nothing like that. But we've been saying week after week now that Sturridge doesn't look like he's back to the level that he's at and we'd be better positioned to play. Could now, be, I know, look, Lallana is injured tonight, so you're not. But going back to Dave's yeah. earlier point... Yeah, that you game do. could have really done with Lallana tonight. You do, but to you do have Markovic. Like, yeah. look, look at the subs tonight. The, the use of the subs is fucking shocking. I think 78 mm. minutes was when he made the first it was substitution. Late. It was late when... Um, yeah, and then, he, then we went down to 10 men, which was just ridiculous. Because yeah. you know? bringing Lambert on is just... Especially in oh that, as, as, as when they're lumping everything at us, the game is stretched. You need pace. Now that's an ideal position to bring the likes of Markovic on, where he's going to fucking tear strips down that right hand yeah. side, and use the space. And even going back, the last ten minutes, Sterling looks to take off in a couple of runs and get in behind him. Like you know, he gets a chance there as well as it comes to the end, and that comes purely, down, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that that's purely where he, where he comes from. From but we from got pace. a load of quick players and we play slow. I just. It's frustrating. It is frustrating to watch. And but look, you know, to bring it out to the the gloom a little bit here. The most important thing tonight was to win. You know, yeah, absolutely. We just come off two really bad defeats. Yeah, you know, yeah. talk of and we don't you know, go to extra time. No, there. we don't go no. to extra time. We win. We're through. It's a collect. It's a clean sheet yep. with a with a patched up defence. It's a collective. You know, all right. It's a small stepping stone, and you've got to acknowledge it for what it is. We probably couldn't expect them to go tonight and you know play. The best that they've played, or the, with this sweep in football, but I do think the problems that we've had in the last four games, nothing's been addressed tonight. The changes system hasn't addressed it. No, and it didn't work. Like it wasn't, you know, it hasn't created chances. No, and it no, hasn't, we we no. didn't even look solid there. We're, going, we're, we're, we're saying the same things again. Yeah. Mignolet saves don't us and keeps us in the game. I think it matters whether we're playing Blackburn there tonight or whether we're playing Chelsea. You know, from from our point of view, I'm not talking about what the opposition do to us. I'm talking about the inept ability to break through a team to do I, what I, we used to do is just force our game and then we're yeah, going to be absolutely. Yeah, and, and to play at a high way. tempo quick yeah. passing yeah. the inability you know that fact that they're taking those 3-4 as Dave already pointed out and we said the difference with Henderson taking that one touch how it breaks their defensive lines how mm. they don't have time to set, set up mm. you know what I mean that's <laughs> Look, if, uh, if, if Henderson takes a touch yeah. there or takes two touches there the, the right, the, their left full has time to tuck in and close the run of Coutinho mm. And, which and which happened all night. Yeah, you yeah. Know what I mean? I, again, they look like a team, and they've looked like a team that's confidence has been shot a little mm. bit. You know, they're not trying the, the, last the, the difficult stuff. Yeah, the, I think, in particular, I think the Arsenal. I, no, uh, both of them, to be fair, but for different yeah. reasons. I think the United game was they weren't expecting it. They were favourites going into the game, and I think it was a real punch to the gut. Yep. And then going into the Arsenal game, the manner of the Arsenal defeat, I think, has actually taken a lot of the, a lot of people by surprise. And they look like a team tonight that just was short of confidence. I mean, and, and that's where you need someone with a bit of character. You need a Suarez, or you do need, dare I say it, Gerard 10 yeah. years ago. You yeah. need someone who's got the arrogance, you know, to go, give me, that give me the ball. fucking ball. Mm. And the, we do have a player like that. But, and this is what I am critical of the manager, I thought the move to a back four was a good idea. I think the move to a three in the midfield is a good idea. But putting Coutinho on the right-hand side or putting him on any wing, it's just stupid. He doesn't beat men by going past him. He always looks to come inside and he's not getting the ball. So the one player we've got in the team who has that arrogance, who has that confidence to go, okay, give me the ball, I'm better than these guys. In the we, sh- we shunt him out the And right. ironically, he can go past people when he's yeah. in the middle. Not you just know? that, but if he's in the middle, I think he gives the front two the chance to make the runs that they want to make because mm. he's going to play that ball when he's out on the wide, out on the right. 
he doesn't have the ability to play that ball no. that he normally would mm. if he's if he's centrally focused or, or at yeah. least given it, the ability to run. Interestingly, interestingly enough, if you go back and you think of, of some of the the, the really good um, run that we put together last year. Coutinho wasn't playing. We, we, we had we're going by. We had the diamond system. But yeah. when he, when he played Coutinho, he wasn't at the tip of it. Oh. He, was he was in midfield. He was he playing one the centre midfield yeah, yeah, Exactly. Yeah. And we, we've been talking about Alan was anonymous in that game. We said that Alan, Alan looked. Season. Alan looked like one of five or six players out there that looked every part of the championship player. Mm. That 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 was the level that they're a top championship side player. You know what I mean? A top championship player. And could Coutinho have offered us more in the centre midfield than Alan in that game? Absolutely. You would have got him on the ball more. He would have been able to pull strings more. And going back to our point, he does things quicker. He yeah. doesn't do. He doesn't need to take a touch and then get it out. Because once we took a touch, going back to what the lad said, once we took a touch in the ball, it was allowing Blackburn to then get themselves set up. When we played quick one touch and we only did it once or twice through the whole game, that's when we opened them up. And that's how that's how you do that's how you do shit teams. And if we're going, I know. We talked it just so people know we've done the preview of the Newcastle game before the end of this game. So um, I was dropping Coutinho in in the preview. I'm now putting him back. Joys of editing. But I think there is a, there hasn't been a game yet where <clears throat> in two seasons where Sturridge, Coutinho, and Sterling has worked as a front three. And even though you know if you're to write down your best team, those three players are in it and in that formation, right? But something's not working there. Something isn't working with those three playing. And sometimes it doesn't work. Yeah, and I think I think it's because they're all they all want the ball and Mm. they all want three touches on it. Mm. And you actually need a player that doesn't want the ball. That's going to make the sell the uns unselfish runs that's going to give it give it to Coutinho and make the run whereas yeah. Sturridge gets the ball he wants the ball he wants to beat three players Sterling thinks he's better than Coutinho he gets the ball and tries to beat three players yeah. you've got to have a hierarchy and it worked last year mm. because there was a hierarchy because yeah. Suarez got the ball when he wanted it and if he didn't want it he might give it to one of the other two and you'd be fucking happy to get it yeah. but there's no hierarchy now well, look, yeah. it, would be, it would be completely disingenuous to be coming out of being all happy clappy and saying you know we've won that's it, all we can matters. if you want but no that no. is the best win ever but it's, these issues well, are a little bit it's not just about this game to be fair this is seeping into a little bit which, of which, the which, Arsenal review which, as well which, like, is you know? where, which is where I'm going with because yeah. it, like, it, it would be disingenuous to do that so what can we do in a kind of qualified positive way to look at okay we have a win we're through to the next stage but it's qualified, isn't it? By that, that, by that performance, and by the fact that now we may have a listen, lack of Sacco. Listen, you know, so yeah, we, we probably will have a lack of Sacco. Yeah, um, and that's that's a disappointment. But like we were saying, I think off off air, I forget what's on air and off air. <laughs> Everything's on air. Um, <laughs> but but from that point of view, I think with with Chan coming back in, you can play your three at the back if you want. Tory and and Lovren either side of it, and 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 Chan. So the, Lovren's a positive from, the, the, from this match. Absolutely, and, absolutely. The solidity of that performance. I'm delighted he had a good. I was yeah. delighted to see him starting yeah. there tonight, and yeah. and as I said, I would have had him in against Arsenal ahead of Torrey yeah. anyway. Um, but as for Brendan's finding of goals, but he's going to set the team up as if he's going. How do I score four goals today? And I don't think he's doing that. I no, think he's, he's going. He's how can I win one nil? Yeah, how can I make sure we don't concede because we yeah. don't have goals in us at the moment? Is kind of how he's approaching things, or or maybe that's the mentality that the players have now. Maybe hard to fault that. Too. Did you yeah. ever think we'd may have that criticism of him? Did you ever think no, we'd be sitting no. here saying he's too defensive? Like, yeah, know? no, I don't think he is too defensive. He's, he's not he too is. defensive. It's a reaction. Isn't oh, I think it's a reaction yeah. to from the players as well. Like uh, th- that lack of belief has to come from that as well. But the truth is, if he set his team up like we're going to go and score four goals we'd probably lose the match not tonight but in general you know what I mean because I think he'd win more than he'd lose I think that's the the problem that we've got is that we don't 
believe we could but do that run, anymore. Our run that we, we set up wasn't based on us smashing teams. It was based on a solid yeah, foundation no, and putting that together. And I don't want to throw and, that out. I don't want yeah. to throw the baby out And I know what you're saying about that, that unselfish striker because the yeah. truth is, okay, I'm using Huntelaar as an example. He's not probably the right player for our system. But what I mean by that is he doesn't want the three and four touches. No. He just wants that final pass into the fucking box. Let me get my shot off. I genuinely you think you add um, Jordan Ibe and Markovic into that side. You've got pace, you've got directness, you've got... A the bit of fucking stretch. arrogance yeah, as well. And the ability yeah. to stretch teams. They can't be as compact because they've got to go out and meet somebody with that You pace. think of our midfield, Lucas, Henderson and Allen, right? Mm. There isn't a bit of pace about them. Mm. No. None of them have got pace. Henderson's got a bit of acceleration if you give him enough of a head start. We need players who can... Johnson's got no pace... You know, Lovren's got no pace, Toure's got no pace, we've got no pace in like the There's bottom seven. Past. No. Yeah. Whereas you play Jordan I, you play uh, Markovic and Sterling and these guys, get pace, get people worried about our pace. And then the smart footballers as well. And you know And that's the difference. They're not just headless chickens. Yeah. They're they're players with pace and then and that's when it opens stuff up yeah. for Coutinho, for Sterling. But I suppose the other thing it's immediate reaction after a match which was which is dare. It's probably the the, night, the kindest thing I can say about that match. It wasn't it wasn't end to end football. Most of the decent chances that we watched fell to a Blackburn side as the opposed, first opposed ten to minutes side. of the second half. The, was the only, the only bit of decent. Yeah, the, the last the last twenty minutes, you have a, a referee's epoxy refereeing decision. Well, let's talk of, about the fucking referee because he was worse than Ricky Lambert. Yeah, but I, but what I'm saying to you is going back to your point, it was positive. We're into the semi final of the FA yeah. Cup, right? The team have managed to get a win under their belt. With after suffering two, uh, you know, two back-to-back defeats, going into a game that they need to win on on Monday against Newcastle, yeah, and they've beaten a shit Championship side, which is what Newcastle are. So and also you know, they that's, got a, they got a that's, clean that's, sheet as well after conceding six should have been seven goals yeah. in the last two games. I mean, probably we probably should have conceded six against Arsenal to yeah. be fair, and we conceded three against United and sh- uh, two against United and it should have been three yeah. really. Yeah, well, let, let, let's push it forward to more general questions then, and, and some questions that have come in from listeners talking about looking at how things are going to move forward from here. We have one there from Fahad Shah who says, uh, has this system been worked out? Which uh, you guys have touched on a little bit there. Um, and where do you uh, apportion the most, I suppose, blame then for the losses to the manager or the players? It's something we've been kind of talking about there. Where would you go with that, Dave? But, well, first of all, I think the concept that the system has been worked out is a little silly because it's not like Brendan invented the system. Like People have been pay- playing a variation of three at the back for a long time. Yeah. So every system... The problem is not that the system has been worked out, is that A, we haven't anticipated or haven't learnt from what Swansea did to United to Arsenal. We've just allowed the same mistakes to happen. Mm -hmm. So it's not the system, it's that what we should be saying to the likes of Moreno and whoever's playing right wing back is you've got to tuck in. You've got to fall you know, you've got to be aware of the high press. Um, so I don't think the system's been worked out. The reality is no matter what system we play, Tactics and systems have weaknesses and strengths. In terms of who's responsible, well, of course, at the end of the day, everything comes down to the manager, right? You know, we've talked about some of the selection decisions that he's made, which are probably not the right selection decisions. The likes of moving Henderson out to the middle, as an example, playing Sterling as a right wing back. He does seem to have fallen back into having these sacred horses, as Phil calls them, you know? I mean, Joe Allen looks like... He needs a month off, never mind a game off, you know. I don't understand how uh, Lucas has, has come straight back in without mm. any kind of, 
you know, warm up or anything like that. And Sterling needs a rest and Coutinho needs a rest. I mean, I think mixing up the front three a little bit and dropping some of those players and bringing in younger, hungry players perhaps wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. So the manager has to take the responsibility. Personally, I wouldn't move away from three at the back. Mm. I think it's our best system. We just have to tweak it slightly. For the people we have, if you're playing them in the right position, we've just got to tweak it slightly to get the best out of the people there. Steve, a specific one for you comes in from Arlo Kemp, and he's wondering if we sell Sterling and keep Rodgers, will it be just for his ability to bring through young talent and then to sell them on for profit? In other words, he's saying, do, do FSG care about winning or selling? Yeah, I know what he's saying there. Um, I think if we sell Sterling, it's because his camp have pushed the move. Let's be honest. We're, yeah. we're not we're not out there looking for a buyer for Raheem Sterling at the moment. I, I fail to believe that we are. Um, if he moves, it's because it's pushed a la Suarez last summer. Um, if he goes, then, you know, I think I think it's harsh on, on Rodgers to think that he's just there to bring through young players. I think he's done an excellent job in, in blooding and, and changing the development of a lot of the young players like we have to recall the lack of young players coming through before uh Rogers was there like uh, I think who who was who was probably the last half decent youngster that was brought through under Benitez because nobody came through under Hodgson well, I, I also, nobody yeah. came through under Daglish so what I'm saying is you have to look at the players that have come through in that time okay he's bought Coutinho but he's gone out and got him at a young age and, and then developed him from a raw talent at Inter to what he is now he gave Raheem his debut I believe right here's the question I suppose I'd ask would Raheem Sterling be the player he is now if he'd stayed under the tutelage of Kenny Dalglish with that very static 4-4-2 old English you know 1990 mm. style football I, yeah. I don't know if he would you know I think it comes down to the style of coaching he's getting the likes of Jordan Ibe the likes of you know the other youngsters that are coming through mm. um I think that comes down to Rogers' way of, of developing players. I so think that's absolutely fair. But it? also, it's a, the, the question. I mean, I understand the question, but it, it's a little bit assuming that the two things are mutually exclusive. The reason Sterling is developed and worth what he's worth is because he's been part. He's been a good player in a successful team. Mm. So you bring enough of those players through, the team has to be successful, has to win things for those pe- players to make money. Nobody's going to Burnley and going to pay fifty million for their best 20-year-old winger that they have you know mm. it's part, Sterling is worth the money he's worth because he was part of a of a successful side so the two go hand in hand so I don't think that you know the idea that keeping Rodgers because he'll bring young players through to sell on well how is he going to sell them on if he's not if they're not part of a successful side it doesn't look like that I think, I, think, I think most most good coaches in world football who aren't at one of the top five or six money sides around We'll have a record of bringing through good young talent yeah. because that's where they have to. They have to. And, that's and where they, that's what they have to the do. Big boys come that's what they have to and do. Listen, everyone other than what five clubs are a selling club. Like that's you, the, in you, world football, you, everyone you, other you than five clubs. You look at Bayern Munich. You, you look at it, you look at what, what Dortmund have done. They yeah. just keep bring through young players and and they, 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 then they sell them on. Mm. Look at Frank De Boer at Ajax. He, what he's, had, he's had to bring through all young players and, and has to keep replenishing it yeah, year after year. Ajax forever this. being a fucking and that's what they do. Uh, conveyor belt. Look at Atletico Madrid. Madrid. Yeah, I mean yeah. they've sold their best striker four seasons in a row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? so they just bring another player. They just bring another player. It's, it's, it's par for the course as, but as a top. Here's manager. the difference with Madrid, and and to be fair to them, they've done it the last few years. They've they've made fifty million on um, a, an amazing striker or forty million on an amazing striker. They spend over half of that buying the next one. You yeah. know what I mean? They they don't go like we did looking for a, a fucking pump. five million yeah. quid. You you get sixty five for Suarez and below fifteen but, of it on Balotelli. But let, let, let's you be know? honest about it. We spent twenty plus million, twenty million plus on 
three or four players. I don't give a shite. That, that, that's no, no, I'm, 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 not, I'm not getting into those yeah. individual players. But I'm yeah, saying yeah. we did spend... We reinvested the money. We, I'm not talking about reinvesting we did, the money, we did, we did reinvest saying, money, but we didn't reinvest it in what we're talking about. Like, you could have signed, say, Griezmann, who went to Atletico Madrid. We had Champions League football. We were, in, we were straight into the Champions League. Yeah. We could have easily challenged for Griezmann, who was one of the best young players in the world at this moment in time. And brought him in instead of one of the players that we, we looked at. Yeah, sign. absolutely. But what I'm saying is we didn't replace somebody of the ilk no, of Luis Suarez to score the goals. No, I, I, and it's the thing that some of us complained about at the very start of the season and others said, oh, that'll be spread out. You know, we'll spend the money and we'll spread it out and we'll get 12, 15 goals from three players. Or Who the fuck said that? <laughs> Crazy people. Crazy um, people. But this was my big worry at the start of the season was yeah. that we wouldn't have a 20-goal-a-season striker because fucking no, no. Sturridge is made from soggy crisps. But the, you know what I mean? But, but the, the trust of the argument is can Rodgers develop these players? Mm. Now, Rodgers can potentially develop players all right, right? And, th- and that's, not, that, that's not up for argument. The question is, though, can he d- identify, or can the committee, or whoever the fuck it is, can they identify the right players to develop? Mm. So, like, well, I think they can s- identify young players. The well, problem comes when they're trying to buy established players. I mean, I don't think you can really argue with Can, Markovic, Moreno, Sacco. No. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I think they're getting better. But like, but like Sterling, the problem is taking Rogers out of it. But but Sterling again, we sign him when he's fifteen, sixteen. I we sign when he's seventeen. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're signing. They're, they're the signings that we're talking about him developing through. We need. We need to be able. Yeah. To, we need to be able to sign the 19, 20 year old Ibe and Sterling to supplement the Ibes and yeah. Sterlings that yeah. we're bringing yeah. through. Yeah. But and that's that's we, where we've we, let ourselves down. We have to appreciate Rogers, and that's what I'm going back to my very first point. We were signing the Ibes and the Sterlings of 15 and 16 year old under Rafa mm. and they were never getting through yeah. they were never getting that opportunity so you have to go back nearly before Benitez even to Julia you look who came through Gerard came through you know what I mean but literally it was those managers were so set in their ways and so mm. unwilling to trust you know young players and you can't do it now if you want to do what we're doing which is not not yeah. being able to compete with the, with the super money clubs mm. you have to be able to identify young talent and bring them through Absolutely. and also be yeah. smart with buying if you're going to buy established players or older players you need to be able to buy effective players who are potentially just coming off the top of their peak who are out of contract and, and, and the reality is people are arguing over the FSG philosophy the philosophy is the right one the, yeah. the strategy is the right one the execution might be poor mm. we might be doing it wrong in yep. certain areas, although I'd argue that we're better than people think. But there is no other way to do it. I mean, I know what, one of the other questions that came through was, you know, what if a Chinese billionaire came in and bought us? Would we all like to see that? But it wouldn't make a difference. Mm. You can't do anything. FFP is locked in. You can't yeah, do anything. You're fucked now. You can't just come in and put 200 million into the team. Yeah, the, time yeah. for the, the time for that to happen was when FSG yeah, bought It's us. done. We're done. You know, this is we the needed, system. The, we needed the fucking shake from Man City to buy us. The only, the only way you do that is you knock yourself out of Europe for and, two, and two yeah, years exactly, and, skip and it. Pu- pu- pump a billion into the fucking club yeah. so that when you come back and you meet the FFP rules that you've got money all over the shop but then you're going to affect your commercial revenues if you're not yeah. in the in European clubs even even the Europa League look, yeah, look, that, look, look, look at the money in the Europa League it's yeah, been but that's where you put need onto that a par with billionaire near to a par of the Champions League next season so you know, is it yeah yeah so you can't even sniff at the, the you can't even, it's it's sixty six percent of what they're getting in the Champions League is is going into the Europa League next year <clears> you cannot sniff at Europe anymore the no FA not, Cup, not with that the FA you Cup I mean. the FA Cup and the League Cup are dead competitions for clubs who are at the top well, end to, the only to, other side in, of it is if we win the FA Cup. Um, or even or even go to the final against Arsenal, 
then you're in the Europa, whether we whether Spurs pip us or whatever yeah, else. And Chelsea have won the, the, the um, League Cup as well, so that's another place that's going to open that's up. That's gone to the league, well, so it's sixth. Oh, it goes yeah. to the league? Yeah. Yeah. It's sixth. Okay, so it's okay, go okay. Sixth. okay there, last, you know, one, yeah, last one of these then, Phil, for you, and of the more earnest ones before we move on to the slightly less earnest ones. This is from our, our mate, the music producer, Local Stigmatic. He's wondering, who do you think has underperformed the most this season? Has it been the manager, the players, or controversially he puts in the fans? What's your take on that? I think it's the podcasts, to be honest. The podcast. <laughs> I think the podcasts would be atrocious. I think yeah. the best I, thing would be if all podcasts just shut down. Yeah. Just yeah. Just, just, just I think we all need away. to go on Periscope now. Periscope <laughs> is the future. Periscope and Mirka. And mute. We, so nobody <laughs> knows what we're actually saying. We have proven tonight that this stuff. is the new future. Uh, sideways broadcast sideways uh, on lands- mute. Oh, yeah, mute. Landscape on yeah. mute. Is the, the, the Liverpool yeah. podcast is, is the... Is the media version of the housing bubble right <laughs> supply, <laughs> supply has gone so far past demand that there is just an issue now like you know we all rode a crestal wave last year when we were like we were going to win the league and everyone was like everyone wants to listen to Liverpool yeah. and now we're all talking bollocks <laughs> <laughs> there's talk of a government yeah. quango being set up to manage the podcast and I'd say there's, there's even, a Nana based version yeah, yeah, yeah. of Liverpool podcast pod coming bank. in soon we'll, we'll all be in a pod bank <laughs> yeah, yeah. and what's going to happen now is like the club are just going to do their own podcast and then you know everyone will blow everyone out the window yeah. Rogers and Pasco playing the greatest hits you know yeah. I mean, after every game people on podcasts will be seen like the bankers now yeah, you know? exactly. pod wankers yeah. so, <laughs> so fucking and there he is on his fucking pod and I can't afford <laughs> A pint and they're all like shite, yeah. and he's still on the fucking pod still talking. I know they're shite. You don't have to tell me they're shite. I've just seen it. I've seen it with my own two eyes. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing telling me what I've just seen with my own fucking two eyes? Fucking well for you, isn't it? Sitting in that room talking about Liverpool. We're gonna fucking watch it. You know, we're gonna watch this shite. When can I talk about it? Yeah, nobody's, gonna, nobody's listening to me. Nobody is listening to me. I'm not listening to you. So it's the podcasts that have been terrible. Podcast wankers. It's yeah. essentially what we're So essentially, about. yeah, it's definitely the players. Uh, I hope he's really happy with that really serious answer you delivered. Uh, Phil, I want to touch on one thing before we go to the questions from listeners. Something you mentioned earlier on, I just want to mention it, throw it out really, uh, really quickly. You, you've this theory, good kits means we perform well. Yeah. Uh, you're basing that on what? Uh, apart from the fact it's completely subjective, because it's obviously what kits you think are good. Um, so, go on. Throw it out there. It's simple. Last year's? A good, strong home kit yeah. tends to give good, strong performance in the league. And this current Borough version is... Shit. Shit. Absolutely. I, I concur 100%. When, when I saw that jersey come out, I went Borough. You I did. Said, I, 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 but no, you did I say it. The thing that's against it, is, oh, in the league though, right? Because yeah. the Istanbul jersey is awful. I quite like that. No, anything Reebok did is shit. So if, uh, you're, if you're saying it's league campaign, do, do you I remember, might give you that. Do you like, remember you know? the, the Reebok Champions League campaign jersey? It was beautiful. It had a really skinny white neck around it. Gold, gold on it. White, uh, what, there was white beading around the arm. Not with the gold, gold, Carlsberg. The gold one. Yeah, yeah. Stevie scored a hat trick in. It was, it was the red, season red, after yeah. Istanbul. No, yeah. no, the, there was the. It was gold I trim. It was the, the 2006. And then there was a lovely yellow one away kit as well. That was very oh, gay-ish. that's the it's yellow one. Was the, nice. 2006, where we got to the final again. No, yeah. that was. But that was Adidas. That was Adidas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was there was a Reebok kit. I, actually, I think it might even be Hulia's time. But what what about the point I made to you earlier on about the 2000, 2001 season where we won the treble? That was a quite a borough. Actually, kit. it's it kind of disappointing that we've, we've, we've sold our soul 
for commercial revenue yeah, I, I, for but, pure but we're all right shit then. kits now haven't we like we are locked into absolute shit I thought Warriors. this season you think the home kit was bad this season but I, I like th- the other I, two of this season I think like I'm looking at the, the yellow kit I could have lived had they not put the monobrow across the top and then there's the Dennis the Menace kit. I can't deal with that Dennis the Menace kit. Yeah, I, from, the back the, the, from the back to Dennis the Menace kit, you're thinking to yourself, the menace that's is actually, your brain, that's going to be all right. <laughs> and then, then, yeah, then, Menace is your brain. And then you turn around and it's like, it's like a 1980s ad for a fucking soda stream or something, yeah, where yeah. the lines are coming together slowly. That's, you know what yeah. I mean? You know what the worst thing about a kit like that is? Good sound when you see other teams lovely kits and, and you think, think oh, look at this here's shit. what you could have had yeah, 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 yeah. but, but I don't think anyone know. has nice kits these days everyone's got oh, a mad kit oh. our new one our reported new one ah, I don't know that's like a magic eye so as you get nearer the players you go what the fuck is that and they're gone by it are they squares or stripes it's actually a really really ingenious I will say one thing looking at that case right I think up close it's going to look fucking gross right but I think from the distance when you're looking at the television which was where any man over the age of 16 should be watching it from right just either from the stand they shouldn't be wearing it right they should be watching it from the stand or from the fucking wherever they're watching it from right mm. but I think that will look fine on the pitch it looks very simple there's a simple neck in it, it there's, it's back to red and no stupid white through it so See, I think I think this will work you're hoping it's going to I think it's going to work we should make a kit out of the dress you know that online thing the dress where people couldn't tell what colour it was yeah. That'll confuse the players. <laughs> Squares or stripes. As you walk on, Squares all the players are going, it's fucking blue and grey. I'm telling you now. <laughs> right, let's go to a few more of these shorter ones. The away kit looks lovely. Um, the away kit does the look lovely. The new away one? Yeah. Does, it looks, it looks really nice. The white one? The white one, yeah. yeah I'm not having any of this. They're all fucking rotten. Um, right. I'm not buying one, though. For <laughs> You'd look like a bit like Boo Radley if you wore that white thing, wouldn't you? Like, you know? Boo Radley, really? Yeah. Are you coming at me with the bald thing? Well, you know what I mean, with the white shirt on as well. Like, you know. To be fair, you don't have hair. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's not an unfair shout. For Is it a shock to you? You are bald. Is it a shock well, to you that I've not right made a bald? Well, I don't look anything like. Um, What's your hair what's like when dead? it grows? What? What's your hair fucking gorgeous, man? Is it? Yeah, it's gorgeous. Genuinely, like, genuinely gorgeous. You have genuinely gorgeous hair. Yeah, yeah. You're a handsome man. Lustrous locks. Lustrous locks. Would you get a transplant and let us see? What will I need a transplant? Just let it grow. Well, let no, it grow. Not, not through the fucking middle. It's bald at the top. Would, that's yeah. like a grass verge that's had cars driving through it too often. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say it's unlikely you're going to get much. It looks growth. like the Anfield pitch. How, how's the crown of all our respective heads going on? Oh, Do you want to tip no, down the crown? Dave, you're in Bye, trouble, Finn, fella. Yeah, yeah. Dave, you're in trouble. Phil, you've got your hand over it, so no. I can't see. Kid. I'm fucking brand yeah. new. Look at that. Look yep. Proper. Myself and Steve are around. I think Dave should probably be a bit quiet about that. could be catching up. He's adopting the early comb over. <laughs> first, uh, He's going for a full first trump. Of the questions, <laughs> full trump. First of the questions from our, from our listeners of the short variety comes from um, Sai. Uh, he's calling himself Confused Identity Man on Twitter. And he's wondering in a very violent fashion, how far could you kick a cocker spaniel? I think we should take this on its merits. As opposed to as opposed to a clearly violent a act against dog. an animal. So okay. let's just take it. So as, let's take the, the or, way you know the, the DSPCA yeah. out of this. Yes, let's and just do work. That. How far would you kick a cocker <laughs> spaniel? No, not how far would you? How far could, could you? you? Could you? I'd say physical thing, like you know. Yeah, like it depends on how he's sitting. As well, like if you're going to kick him, if he's on all if fours, he's teed up for you, what is I mean what you're is, saying. if he's on all fours and you and kick clenching. him square in the yeah. belly from yeah. the side, 
Yeah. He's not going to go as far. No, you want him. You, you want to want, catch him from behind. Him, you want to catch him from behind just as he's decided to get up off his hind You catch him there and you'll get some proper fucking distance on him. Because not only that, he'll get an almighty sting in the arse, which yeah. will see him spring off the ground. My hopes for this becoming less cruel to animals have completely You'll turn it from a cocker spaniel to a springer spaniel. Oh, very good. Yeah. Like yeah. He was waiting yeah. to get that one in. Yeah, yeah. you kind of catch him on a half volley then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like he'd be kind of almost in the air, not quite, and you catch him on a half volley. But like a drop goal. That's the worst I wouldn't kick Cocker Spaniel. Neither would I. I think no, it's a disgrace. No, we, I, know, I, I would just like to point out that Trev forced us to answer that question. Yeah, I did. Why, 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 Trev? How far did you kick a dog? What's wrong with you? I, I would never What's wrong do that. with you I attacking poor Cocker Spaniel? How like far that. could you kick a poor, innocent, defenceless Cocker Spaniel? The, the only correct answer is yeah. I would never do it, so up your fucking hoop. Oh, so let's take it on his merits. The question wasn't how far would you kick it? So I wouldn't fucking do it. What happened there, Dave? You all got taken for a ride. Let's take it on his merits. I wouldn't fucking do it. I would not do it. I wouldn't do it. Up your jacksie. Fuck off. You used to do that for fun back in the 1860s. Kicking the Cocker Spaniel. It's a sport where you Lee is wondering. Hey, Are we moving on? Are we uh, moving on from that? What Chris? tastes better, triangular square sandwiches? I thought about this earlier on. Go on. And it's a it's a different approach you take to both. Obviously, mm. you know, triangular sandwiches you kind of go in sometimes for the triangle bit, and then you decide ah, there's probably not enough there for two bites, so you stuff the rest of it all in in one go. The full triangle. You know? Sorry, no, whoa, whoa, whoa. Triangle. what's the triangle bit of a triangle? No, the tri- I mean the tip. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> Yeah, I know where you're going on this, but it isn't an equilateral triangle. Oh, right, so, the isosceles triangle. It, it would be, I'm trying to think now, my... my uh, so hang on, what you're saying is, first of all, you put the tip in and then you force the rest of it in. Always, Trent. Okay. Just you, are going, you are going down such wrong lines. I'm just, just for, trying to be clear. Just, because, just for a just second. Because just because Lee Boyer, Ian Boyer, Gary Boyer has done your head in and <laughs> you're trying to get him back for the bowler show. The bowler That's show. all I'm saying. You're trying, trying to fucking lead him down a garden path. I always path. put the tip in first. Okay. I think it's the gentlemanly thing to do. <laughs> Now, back to sandwiches. Back to so, <laughs> did we ever leave sandwiches? I did. I'll explain it to no. you. <laughs> if you've got back to sandwiches. Yeah. Just Best way to eat a sandwich the, the is bit. full round of bread. Don't even slice the fucker in half. Grab it with two hands and get on in there. Here's the problem, though. Here's the problem. You buy a pre-packed sandwich. Yeah. Who buys you, pre-packed you, sandwiches? You don't have a choice. But who buys pre-packed sandwiches? You mean, you, you mean if you buy a triangular sandwich in a triangular box? Well, clearly no, you don't it, have a clearly choice. Clearly the question implies that you're making it. So, you know, if you make a sandwich and it's a triangle or a square, which one tastes better? What he's asking really is, if you buy the toasty loaf, do you go corner to corner or through the middle of the bread? That's really what he's asking here. He just didn't ask it. As a child of you know the 80s, I'm going to wreck his head, right? Because <sighs> you, used to, you used to throw them in a sandwich maker and all sandwich makers made them triangular. And I can guarantee you, a sandwich maker makes a nicer sandwich than you'll make. The Breville Toasty Maker. Yep. Oh, yeah. Slap it down in a triangle. Put it on the outside. And you'll have, you know, when you buy it. That's not a sandwich maker. What? That's Butter a toasted. As in a toasted, right? The it's a toasted sandwich maker. Yeah, yeah, but you have to make the sandwich before you put it in the machine, so right? So it doesn't make sandwiches. And then, and then it cuts it into a triangle. Yeah, it makes toasted sandwiches, mm. not sandwiches. But it makes it a sandwich, isn't it? It's a form of fucking sandwich. It's, yeah. It actually you says, make the sandwich, it actually says toasted sandwich. I, I, like it's in the now fucking title. This yeah. right here <laughs> is the bollocks that Tripper's Chats was built on. Semantics. So, anyway. to- an 80s toasted sandwich. Yeah, it's triangular. We actually bought a shitty little toasty maker like that for our office. Mm. And still, there's something very, very nice about going over and getting some fucking Carol's ham 
no pun or, or plug That's there. the second brand you've mentioned in yeah. two lines. Well, what can I say? <laughs> <laughs> He's on a retainer. The toasty maker with the Carol's ham and the Coleman's mustard. I don't know what you could possibly mean. Washed down by a nice Sprite. <laughs> <laughs> Send any free samples to Steve-O at Twitter. At Trippers Chats. Okay, from the, the, the sublime uh, triangle sandwich to, to the more ridiculous one from Rory here. Who, Rory wonders... Maybe this is obvious, I don't know. What colour is a fart, Rory wonders? There's a question for you. Everyone's going to say brown, right? No, no. No, yes. I don't think it's brown. It's kind of mustardy. Well, I suppose it will have brown on it because it's going to take some particles out there with it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a shark. So we'll have... <laughs> no, is, every, yeah. everyone has particles. That's, don't confuse yourself. Well, I, I remember watching an interview with James Dyson on a uh, talk show years he ago. Mike Dyson. And he was explaining, right, his hand dryers, you know, the... Yeah, yeah, they yeah, did the as blades. well. And he the was saying blade. the reason that um, he it's cold air instead of warm air is that in any... Uh, toilet, there are all these particles of yes. shit floating around. And warm air basically just heats it up and the multiplies the bacteria. So that even though you're drying your hand in warm air, it's just blowing shit on yeah. your hand. Which is why he uses cold air and it, it kind of scrapes all the water and the shit off your Down. hand. Yeah, yeah, I never Down. use uh, hand dryers. So never use hand dryers. So when you take, so when you, when the, you take your hands out, the you put them back and in the shit. tissue and I dry my hands with I tissue. But it's, it's not warm, so the shit particles haven't risen up. But like it's just as bad. Like you go in, you wash your hands in the jacks, right? <laughs> you dry them with your shitty air and then... <laughs> You think they're clean, they but you just go really over do, and open the handle from the cunt <laughs> who's just wiped his arse and not washed his hand. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? He's just opened the door before you. So just, just oh, no still, let's recall no it. Like, no you, know, you know what you do? You get a nice bowl of warm water and lemon when you get back to the <laughs> <laughs> And you give those little fingers <laughs> a, dab. a little rinse and you get a napkin. Give them an old... <laughs> <laughs> Next question. <laughs> right. And then you ask the servant to remove the napkin. Yes. <laughs> uh, right. Uh, this is from Scott. Um, and Scott's yeah. taken the piss out of me because I put up a picture of my grass after I cut. And he says, if you could build anything in Trev's garden, what would you build? You can make it your own garden. If you could build anything in your garden. Oh, no. It's only fun if it's in your garden. Okay. Yeah. What would you build in my fucking garden? Then? Uh, See, no, that's so quick off what the mark. The HQ of the Man United Supporters Club. Oh, that's just cruel, man. Build a house, man, because you keep showing us pictures of your garden. I don't have a house. house. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I told I you I was living in my car. I you a home so you can get out of that tent of yours. What part of I live in my car do you not understand? I would build, build a, a looking wig. glass into your study. A wig. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I could finally see what this study looks like. Have you taken a picture? Yeah, no, I haven't. I'd build a wig shop. A wig shop. So you can have a different look every day, Trev. Well, you can feel free to call around. I'll give you one. Yeah, you can get my hair. I have to say, it did look. Do you have a right? Do you do you have a right on more supermarkets? I don't have a right on more. That's that's the whole. Is it a big enough? That's the reason I would take a photograph. How big is your thing? I've spent three hours cutting. How big? Three hours to cut your grass. Yeah. Why don't you get a right on more? Because I can't afford a fucking. Yeah, right on mowers are expensive. It costs more than my first car. Rent one, so I can fuck off. Why don't you just get a few ponies or? And you do live in the country. You live in the country. So you clearly have you clearly have animals in your land. How many how many animals do you have in your house? And and I don't want domestic animals like cocker spaniels. No, no, no. How many animals in your house have their own bedroom? <laughs> don't count just the people that come in and out. <laughs> don't don't count the ones that are, no, that are actual, there. Actual no, don't animals. Don't count the transient animals. <laughs> 
Don't that, count the no day animals. Count the transient animals. <laughs> the actual permanent live there animals. And domestic animals. Now, I'm not talking fucking dogs mm. and cats. Mm. I'm talking hens, Farmer. cows, like livestock, mm. yeah. ducks. Hey, this is a country gag, is it? Horses. Live in the country. Is this yeah, like how many animals stress. do you have? Yeah, it's it's really much. good. You fellas are really on fire tonight. Sharp. How many sheep have a bedroom in You're your house? On fire. <laughs> 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 do pigs live, pigs live in your front room? <laughs> do they sleep by the fire? <clears throat> Next question. <laughs> <laughs> I know, he gets so fucking tetchy. Next it. question. I'm not tetchy, I just I'm don't see it. I'm just, it's, it's just like me because I'm a culty. <laughs> <laughs> that is probably the best impression you've ever done. Go ahead. That wasn't you. That wasn't you. That wasn't you, but you are snapping now. Like, yeah. uh, Blow it up. Ian Bowler. Changing completely. Uh, it's how <clears throat> Six animals. Right, last question is from Nick, and Nick says, if you had to live the rest of your life in the world of one film, which film would it be, Steve? I think Forrest Gump. Okay, why is that? Just, he has a very exciting life, you mm-hmm. know, and if you think about it, he does a lot of different things and goes yeah, but you're not going to be Forrest Gump, you no, just no, no. live no, in, the just world live in the world. No, you just live in the world, this is like, so basically you want to live in, in, in America. In, in, in fi- well, 50, it wasn't based in America, it was based in, in Vietnam. It was based in America. He went uh, abroad on his ping pong tours. You know what I mean? He's been to many places, lads. You've underestimated. But he was based in America. But you aren't going to be far as going. It's in the world. In the world. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then fuck it. What's that one? Elysium. There you Mm. go. Elysium. I want to go where they fucking jump into the machines and they go, make me better. (laughs) And then it goes. (laughs) That's uncanny. Then you're. It does. Yeah, it's exactly exactly like that. That's fucking perfect. Can I have a guess what one you picked? No, you can't. You can wait for your guess. It's going to be Animal Farm. It's going to be Animal Farm. Shite hawk. Imagine stitching me up for an entire question and then stealing my punchline, you absolute ball bag. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> Just finished the fucking pun already. Well, you can't as always, thanks to the kind folk at www.astropark.ie for playing host to our nonsense on a weekly basis. You should get on there if you want to play five or seven side football locally. Get yourself also onto the Anfield Index pod channel. You can get a wealth of glorious content there, including our own messing, by following at AIP channel on Twitter. And your day trippers tonight were Stephen Daly, Dave Thomas, Phil Casey and myself, Trev Downey. Uh, Dean Natale and saying... We need to get him next year. We needed to get him last year. He did him perfect yeah, yeah, for this year. Yeah. Perfect for this squad. Does Dean Natale sound like an FSG sign in, in yeah. any fucking way? Yeah. Bellamy. No, never. Yeah, Bellamy. Okay. I know what you're saying. Uh, like Gary uh, McAllister kind he, of signing. He's, out, he's so out of contract. That's one of the questions. Is he out of contract? He's out of contract. Is he going to leave you, Dado? Well, I, he's, he's already on record as saying that if he was going to go, had he left you, the only club he would have liked to go to was Liverpool. Yeah. Which means that he wants to come home. So, <laughs> I, buy, I, buy I heard the GPS in his jag is set to fucking L4. I swear to God, I'd buy no more of four players this summer. And Look if at I this. had to, I'd, I'd uh, skip the goalkeeper. If I had I'm with to. you now, I, I don't think. I don't think Mignolet needs to be replaced. I yeah, think we need a number two. We need a fucking Brad Friedel three years ago. That's that's what we need to be looking sorry, at. That sorry. level of senior Brad experience. Friedel. Sorry, Friedel. Friedel. <laughs> just, whatever you want. What's going on with you? <laughs> what the fuck know. is that? Don't know where that came from. Who, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll follow some takeaway, will we? <laughs> who, who is the Brad Friedel? Who do you get? Brad Friedel's Brad Friedel. 
Is that how yeah, it works? Yeah, yeah. Well, check. If you, if you wanted somebody like Brad Friedman... Well, want to go and play first team football. If, it's good if you wanted somebody like Brad Friedman, you have Brad Guzan. Because his name is Brad and, and he's bald. bald and he's American. And he's American. Yep. Lots of similarities Super thinking. You're always on, man. If we were looking for a Brad, he's one of the best options out there for He's goals. definitely one of the best Brads. <laughs> he's one of the best Brads going. Yeah. We he's have a Brad. Jones. We yeah, have a Brad at the moment. Yeah, but this would be a Brad upgrade. This would be a Brad upgrade. Yeah. 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 If you, you said it was a Brad move, I disagree. Come on. Come on. Here's Take your coat. Brad Medicine. Ah, get out. Just get out. Fucking horrendous, man. Brad Medicine. <laughs> that that could be his song on the cop. <laughs> Your love is like bread medicine. Bread medicine is what I need. Breaking Brad. Breaking uh, Brad. Breaking Brad. When, 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 he, when he has a bad run of form. A Brad God, run of I wish form. I could do that. Drop, <laughs> drop the mic, the Brad run of form. <laughs> That's when Menule has a bad run of form. It should be known as a Brad, Brad run, run of form. Because yeah. your, your phone. <laughs> What's the bowler gag about? I didn't get. It. <laughs> That's handy now. What's the bowler guy give Bowler guy? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm Ian Bowyer. Lee Bowyer. Bowyer. No, he played for Leeds. Ian Bowyer used to play, but was this his son? He's just saying words. Is this his son? Is this is that his son? Because did he not play like in Frank Clark's time? It's in Lee Bowyer, Gary Bowyer's son. Ian Bowyer. I'm looking at Gary Bowyer. Ian Bowyer. Is it Gary Bowyer? Who used to play with... Who's the one that used to play for... Lee Boyer. No, for Nottingham Forest and Frank Ian Boyer is his father, which is what is I was he? saying. Okay. Is, is, Remember is, that? Ian Boyer used to play for Forest. Am I right in saying Ian Boyer used to play for Forest in the 70s? Frank so Ian Boyer... No, 70s. So who's Lee Boyer's dad? Yeah. Because this... Gary's born in 1971. It must oh, was he? Yeah. Oh, fuck that. Is it his uncle? Who's Gary Boyer? <laughs> <laughs> Lee Boyer's dad. Oh, I think I might be actually dying here. Come here. Come here. How are they related to the bowler? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but who's the bowler? It's just oh, a, Kevin Friend just leans over. Kevin Friend leans fucking, over and goes, I How is that not a penalty? Oh, it's oh just, what planet that's, is that that's, not a that's penalty? <laughs> Stands on his leg oh, and everything. Wait now, he gets a knife out in a minute now. Look. Oh, there, there, there. Look, yeah. clear the ball. Yeah. This is the same, same cunt that smashed for Sterling in the face. Yeah. Fatigue. How is that not No, no, what he says is, He's a bit clumsy. Don't worry about it. Fucking Kesmer Johnson does well. Makes absolutely no contact with the ball. Doesn't in any way stop the run of the man. And uh, he gets a shot off on the keeper. So you see, well, Glenn Johnson. It's very good. What? What? It's really you got paid to come here tonight. I paid you to be that level of prick. For the ones finding new ways to ensure the job always gets done. For the ones wearing many hats. For the ones who are hands-on, even from far away. And the ones keeping business moving forward. We are Granger, offering supplies and solutions for every industry, with 24 7 support and experienced staff at over 250 local branches. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. I'll only be a minute. Come in with me. What is HomeSense anyway? Look, outdoor furniture is in. Hey, that's a great brand. And it's a six-piece set. Check out this price. Are you sure that's not just the no, table? No, chairs too. Is this an outdoor rug? It 
is. It's nicer than our indoor rug. Outdoor ottomans, planters, patio umbrellas. Are you seeing these prices? You save a lot at HomeSense. This is the year we love our backyard. Can I say something? Yes. I'll get the truck. And that is why I love you. Save on outdoor like never before at HomeSense. Discover a store near you at HomeSense.com. Sports Social Podcast Network.